Mad Beef is kept going and growing by generous support from Skater HQ. Bill and the team have been heavily involved in the inline skating community since 1991 and continue to support competitions, skaters, and now a podcast. You can visit Skater HQ at one of their Sydney shops or shop online at skaterhq.com.au. Also, big thanks to our Patreon supporters. It really means a lot. If you want to become a patron of the podcast, find us on Patreon and pledge a monthly contribution. Even just $2 a month would be a huge encouragement. Hi, welcome to Mad Beef, the Australian Rollerblading Podcast. I'm Mikey Lynch, and in this episode, I want to talk about how to encourage young skaters and scooters and bladers to stay in school. Um, it's, uh, it's a cliche, right? The idea that the, um, the sports or rock star or extreme sports role model might try and send out a message to young people, hey kids, stay in school, you know? And it's often a laughable thing because it's, it sounds forced, like is that something I really believe? Sometimes you're dealing with people who are wildly successful and ended up being successful not staying in school. Um, uh, but there's still something in this, right? Uh, one of the things about going to skate parks particularly, <clears throat> or just being around any kind of, uh, like the blading and skating and scootering communities is that, I mean, it's it, you're seeing it as being more diverse now. I think there's a broader bunch of ages in um, uh, skating and blading and BMXing particularly. Those sports are now like surfing. They've got a multi-generational um, kind of um, community now, like surfing has had for ages. Um, uh, they're not just youth pursuits anymore, and so that you then see that at skate parks and other things, where you see this mix of ages with a mix of maturity levels and expectations and behaviour expectations. You see kids and the next generation coming through. Uh, you know, not just the kids being taken to the park by parents that don't give a damn, but kids being taken to the park by mums and dads who are also know what they're doing and they're even skating with them or biking with them or whatever. Um, uh, you know, so that's happening increasingly, that the, most skate parks are not simply places for a whole bunch of teens or just harsh, rebellious teens. and They're not just grimy, dangerous places. They're often, uh, you know, there'll be a bit of that, but there's also just plenty of wholesomeness um, in the mix as well. Um, yeah, so, um, but there still is, there always will remain, I reckon, anywhere where there's adolescents, young adults, there's going to be, you know, people who are off the rails, you know, rejecting uh, the normal pattern of what life should be, um, you know, uh, for all sorts of reasons. And, um, and so I guess I just sort of feel like, you know, what, what is the degree to which now being a skate geezer, uh, looking into that as an older person going, see, no, it's not just a cliche. It's not just something that is a cheesy thing that you say, stay in school. It's suddenly a reality. I was at the Rosney Skate Park and actually was talking to a police officer, um, just chatting. You know, she was um, just there chatting to a few people, you know, and, and she started to make that comment as well, how she was finishing up this particular role. Um, being, you know, reassigned elsewhere. But, you know, that's, it was a mix of, like, a real pleasure to get to know uh, the young people because the Rosny Skate Park is right near Rosny College, grade 11 and 12, kind of only high school. And how, you know, it would be really hard sometimes because you'd see these young people who just are, are sort of making a series of decisions, taking their life in a particular direction that might not be particularly good. Um, 
Yeah, you know, it's, it's a tricky one, right? Because um, there's something that, you know, you do see clearly as a high schooler. You begin to question and challenge and you see the problems with, you know, uh, you know with the way things are and why can't things be differently and why do we have to just conform to this pattern? And there's something of the spirit, the punk rock spirit of that that I want to say, yeah, that's good. It's good to challenge and question and critique and probe and prod. And I'd rather be around someone with a bit of fire in their belly um, than a passive person that you're having to sort of rattle and shake to get any kind of response. You know, you'd rather someone who's, who you have to pull back from being stupid radical than someone that, uh, that you know, you, you, you can, you know, you're always constantly having to push and shove because they're so conformist. So there's something about it that's really good. Um, but also there's something so naive about being 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. You think you know more than you do. You haven't had enough experience of life to know actually the way the world works and to know that so many millions of people have thought what you've thought and said what you've said and done what you've done. And uh, there's a certain degree of of a, a simplistic view of the way the world should be that just is not reality, that... Um, Time and biology and economics and politics and human nature, some of these things just don't shift. And uh, no matter how simplistic and awesome you want to say things are, they got to work. And they got to work when you're 30. Uh, they got to work when you're 40. they got to work when you're 50. You might say when you're 16, man, I don't care. Um, I'm going to die young. But you probably won't. <laughs> and if you do, it'll probably be a sad thing rather than an awesome thing. Um, and so you start to see that when you get older and, and on the one hand you see the fire and the passion and it's cool um, but then you also see that kind of fire that's just burning someone up and uh, or it's not even a fire actually it's kind of like a uh, almost like a self-annihilating rage that doesn't produce you know great uh, achievement and inspiration, but it's kind of just an anger that leads to apathy and laziness and antisocial disconnection, you know, uh, and that will end up dissolving even the skills, the skating skills, for example, or the art skills or the talking skills, so that, you know, um, drink and drugs and laziness and, and, and just dissolves all of your promise. And you just become a guy who's all right at skating or bike riding or whatever, but is just kind of going nowhere and, and got no real energy anymore for things and, and maybe just find yourself hanging out with people half your age. Um, yeah. Or maybe you're an awesome skater, but you've just bombed out on being a son or a daughter or a dad or a partner or a friend, you know. So I guess that's a pretty heavy topic, right? You know, but as older skaters around younger people, what can you do? You know, what, what should you do anything? Is there anything you can say? Um, well, I think you can pray. If, if you're religious, you can pray. And, and if there's a God and he hears prayers, then that can make a difference. Um, I think you, you've got to be careful not to lecture people because no one likes to be lectured. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if, if you're a smoker, you don't want to be lectured about why you shouldn't smoke. Or if you're eating meat, you don't want to be lectured about why you should be a vegetarian. It doesn't, it's not persuasive. You know, or if you're not religious and someone lectures you about why you should come to Jesus, that's not persuasive. So don't lecture young people. That's, that's no good. Um, yeah. Um, but uh, I guess you can be other people in their lives. There's something cool about that, right? You can go, I'm going to be 
a friendly, respectful, kind person to the young skaters, skateboarders, scooters, bike riders that I happen to see regularly at the skate park. And I'm not someone who's intimidated by them, and I'm not someone who thinks they're cool or thinks that the, the harsh, mean, crass side of their joking is impressive. I just see them as a human being. I'm saying as a younger brother, <laughs> if you like, a, uh, a, um, a younger cousin. Um, and so I'll, um, I'll just, just treat them kindly with respect. I'll um, be friendly. I will laugh at their jokes. I will celebrate their skating or their, their riding. Um, you know, so, so it could just be that. And I think there's a way then of correct, just as there's ways of correcting someone who snakes you or drops in front of you, um, you can also correct someone gently, not in a lecture way, but if they're kind of swearing heaps and there are kids at the skate park or if they're talking in a really mean way to their mates or in a really sexist way to chicks at the park or whatever, you, you can kind of call them out on that a little bit. Do you know what I mean? And, and I guess there's, there's things like that that, that um, you can do. But then it's possible, right, that you do end up getting to know some of these people or you just know them through friendship circles or through a crew that you stay with well enough that you can really begin to actually be a friend and actually talk about deep things that they might volunteer and want to talk about. Um, and then I guess it's just a matter of having the wisdom to go. Um, there's no law that says you must finish high school, right? There's no law that says you must go to university. And, and there are other ways, there are other pathways of a successful life. So yeah, don't be a conformist that says you have to tick these exact boxes because that's what makes life worth living. You can live a great life without... Um, uh, you know, graduating from grade 12 without getting a uni degree. You could even be really successful in business and in life. I mean, I've got friends who are really successful but have made their own way there, you know? So, so you don't want to be simplistic about this stuff. You don't want to be someone who says that to make it, uh, you know, actually to make re get real success and opportunities travelling or skating or scootering. That may not be a lifetime career, but I still some of the stuff that makes a life fulfilling, you know? And so you don't want to be a person who says, no, don't pursue any of those opportunities in life. You must just be sensible and get back in school. Um, there are other things that can be good in life, you know? So I guess that's be flexible. Don't be yet another simplistic voice. And yet at the same time, maybe you can be a voice that, that who's there skating and not simplistic and not their parents and um, not uh, lecturing them, who can actually reinforce some of the things that are helpful here about, uh, about you know, you're someone who's still skating and still healthy and whatever uh, as an older person. And so you can say, if you want to be like me one day and still be keeping it real, then here's what I've found. Here's what I've learned. And, and I guess just look for those opportunities when you can be a bit Mr Miyagi, can be a little bit... Um, uh, of the coach, of the, <laughs> no. um, that you can just say, hey, you know what, um, it, is, it is worth actually in addition to living life and keeping it real to also just get, you know, you can even talk about it in a sort of negative way, you know, just get, your, get the school thing done, get it out of the way. I know you're talking tough about how you're not going to turn up to your work shift this afternoon, but just go and work, don't be an idiot. If you don't work, you're not going to have money to be able to buy the skate stuff you need. Do you know what I mean? So I think you can start throwing that stuff in a different tone, maybe, than what their parents or their social workers or their um, uh, teachers are doing, you know? Um, and, and then maybe you can even um, uh, drill into the details of going, you know, what are the things that 
that get in the way of following through with things like school. Well, I mean, I guess I could Google all sorts of sites that would talk about this stuff, but disconnection is huge. So encouraging people to keep connected with their parents or their school um, with older people. So yeah, the process of disconnection and alienation it, is it leads to that kind of despair where you no longer work for the long term. And guys particularly uh, get there a lot quicker than girls in general. I think I think girls tend to inevitably be wired in general uh, to, um, to think a bit more about the future than your average young bloke does. Um, Connection. Um, I think talking, helping people think long term and going, you know, it does make a difference. You will earn more and have more freedom in life to do what you want to do, at least if you finish school, you know. So just get that done. Just use it, man. Use the system to set yourself up to be able to earn more and do more of the stuff you want to do. Um, Telling people it's not too late can be a really helpful thing. So if they've left school... Um, then actually go, you know, you have certain perks coming back as an older person. Like, it's a bit weird coming back and you're older and that's a bit, maybe a bit embarrassing, but actually uh, you will get particular freedoms and flexibilities because of that. And so actually say it's not too late. can be another thing. Share other options. Oh, you, know, you don't have to go back to the same school. You don't have to do it in the same way. Um, you know, there are other ways that you can do this. Have you thought about that? Um, uh yeah, and I guess then underlying stuff. If people have got other issues, um, uh, they've had a crap life, they're already smoking or drinking too much, then again, without lecturing, getting people, encouraging people to actually sort their stuff out, sort their shit out, um, uh, so that they're not actually paralysed by other problems from actually getting forward in life. One of the ways you can get revenge, <laughs> in a good way, on your past is by not letting it control you in the present. And so go, don't let that stuff define you, yeah? Sort that out, be proactive, get help on that stuff so that actually the things people did to you in the past or the bad habits you're in don't end up ruling your life. Wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be a waste? Whoa, that's a heavy one. Um, keen to hear your, your thoughts on this, whether you've experienced this yourself what, in your story of life. Um, or how you try and actually be a force for good in the friendship circles and the acquaintanceship and, and skate park situations you find yourselves in. All right. Uh, and hey, look, maybe some of you are youth workers or social workers or policemen or what teachers, and you might be able to actually share more specifically um, uh, what actually you've noticed really helps with real people. Before I finish up, just one last thing. Right, a really lovely Facebook, um, really lovely Facebook message onto the Mad Beef podcast from. Rich, who's got an awesome um, vert skating profile pic as well. Um, you're killing it, Rich. Um, uh, and um, Rich said, uh, just found your podcast, really enjoying them, especially the ones about vert skating, about the Ian Smith interviews. Uh, yeah, they are awesome. If you haven't listened to the Ian Smith stuff, it's really great. Um, he says, I grew up heavily influenced by the Australian vert skating scene. Crank was the first skate video I ever saw, and I always looked up to Cesar Mora and Matt Salerno. Is there any chance you could reach out to any of the other guys from that era for interviews too? Anyway, thanks for putting out all the content. It's great to hear. Cheers. Thanks, man. Thanks for writing. And yeah, Ian and I do have plans to try and track down some of the other old skate geezers from the Australian scene. I'm going to keep, obviously, chatting with Ian on a regular basis. He's in with Mad Beef for the long haul. But we are going to try and smoke out some of the Australian skaters too. So stay tuned for that. All right, see you later. 
Mad Beef Rollerblading Podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch. Theme music by Edifice Architect. You can subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes and Stitcher and get in touch with us on our Facebook page. Mad Beef is supported by Skater HQ. You can find them online at skaterhq.com.au. We are also supported by our growing number of Patreon patrons. To support the podcast, find us on Patreon. Even just $2 a month, every little bit helps.